Hello, guess what? I have flu again. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like I'm dying, to be honest. Firstly, I have flu in the summer. Again, I'm on my monthly cycle. I'm sweating. I feel disgusting. I feel like I'm gonna die anytime soon. My body is giving out. I I literally wish I recorded a podcast last week, pre-recorded. But no, I was too busy with academics, learning anatomy, learning organic chemistry. So sorry if my voice sounds a little bit crazy today. It's because I have flu again. My brother just decided I'm going to give everyone flu and I was the last one to have it, unfortunately. So, yay. But nonetheless, let me just stop talking too much. I really hope that you guys are doing great. Take care of yourself and drink your vitamins. Don't be like me, like your host, that is constantly sick. Because why? I don't know. But yeah, so I really don't want the podcast to be long, but I kind of technically feel like it is going to be long because I am going to be giving a lot of people advice. I asked this on Instagram. If you guys do not know, my Instagram is apps underscore Zoe. So I usually ask people questions and they answer me and I give advice or sometimes the topics are from the known listeners. So I try to be as accommodating as possible. And I know that a lot of listeners come from TikTok. So that my link is my link for Instagram is posted there. So yeah. But today, like I'm just gonna be giving pure advice. And I feel like we should just get right into it. So the first question, I don't think I'm going to give any handles or anything like that, but just for security reasons, I'm just not going to do it. But the first question asks, should I give up? Oh my gosh. Heck no. Firstly, like really heck no, you don't want to do that. It is crazy that you're even thinking like that I don't even I mean there are moments where you really are gonna be like what am I doing in life is this my purpose is this what I'm supposed to be serving why is everyone so ahead in time and I'm just here in a like a stagnant place I'm not moving and you consistently have to ask yourself like what is my purpose one thing I have realized and one thing I have genuinely realized is that I say one thing a lot, but truly one thing I have realized is that you're not behind anyone. Everyone's life is different. Their purposes are different. You're not going to always be in a, you know, place where you're consistently following anyone, you know, subconsciously, you know what you want. So why do you feel like you should give up? Don't give up because you know, Becky with the good hair has a million listeners on the podcast. There's definitely moments where I felt like, oh my gosh, this podcast is not doing anything. This podcast is not even having like 15 listeners per day. Even 15 is too much, like 10 listeners per day. It's not having any of that. And then suddenly I'm doing great on this podcast. I'm number one in two countries, you know, and, and blah, 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 blah. We get it right but you have to understand that people are not the same your journey whoever you are as an individual you have to understand that the same journeys sometimes are not meant to go the same way you might have a path 
or you want to be a musician, you want to be a lawyer, and the same person has that same dream, but because you guys are chasing the same dream and you're two different people, the way you get it is also going to be very different. Your lanes of route is going to be very different because what you're doing, that person might not be doing it. What what that person is doing, you may not be doing it. It's very different. As long as you can tell yourself consistently that, you know what, as long as I don't give up, as long as I consistently keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to be okay. If you tell yourself that every day and you let that be an affirmation consistently, you're going to realize that, holy crap, it's actually not that bad. And there was this quote I heard that humans are problem solvers. If there's no problems, they start to create their own pro- uh, own problems. Sorry, that's what I was trying to say. And the moment you see in your life that, oh, I don't have problems, you start to nitpick in your life what what I want, what I want to achieve. But why is this person getting in earlier before than me? You know what? The fact that you're taking a step further to do something means that you're trying. You don't want to be like 30 years old and you give up. You genuinely gave up and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do this because... I feel like I'm a failure. No, don't do that. You're going to be like 30 years old. You quit on your dream and then you're going to realize that the person that started out with you is much further than what you could have actually done. So yes, right now it feels shitty. It feels crappy. It feels like you want to like give up, but you always have to tell yourself that I'm the prize. I'm going to get there at my own time. I need to take my own baby steps you know I'm not going to be crawling want to be the next Billie Eilish I mean the dream is possible but you have to understand that in order for Billie Eilish to get wherever she had to go she had to start a few years ago like many years ago you know so a lot of people think that oh a lot of people have success right now but they don't think about how much the person worked in the past for them to get there you know Beyonce didn't become Beyonce in like two minutes she had to work on what she wants to become who she wants to become and how she's going to present herself so no what I'm trying to say is no do not give up please don't every time you feel like you want to give up come back to this podcast I love you so much please don't give up because you're going to realize that in the end it was all worth it you you failing, you trying, you consistently having meltdowns, you having people that are not supportive of you, having people that actually are supportive of you, you're going to realize it all had to go in alignment so that you can reach to your destination. I know as human beings, we all have this cons- conspiracy that uh, in order for you to, you know, to be successful, you have to suffer. No, journeys are really different. Like I said, there's going to be someone who really is going to be the next famous singer becomes a hit uh one hit wonder and their fame keeps growing you know taking advantage of that and then there's people that are going to work 10 years you know and then after 10 years that's when they become successful you know so sometimes really your breakthrough is not in the same time spent as someone else's that's what i'm trying to say so please don't give up i love you so yeah let's move on to the second question I feel like my friends have a love life and I'm left out. Okay, I'm going to talk about this one because it's very interesting. And 
the reason why I say this is because my whole life, I just chose not to be in a relationship. That was just my pact. I was like, I'm going with that. That's just who I'm going to become. And I'm just going to, you know, just be in my zone. And I know how it feels to be the only one that does not have a boyfriend in your group. But for me, it genuinely was a decision I took upon myself that I'm not going to have a significant other. I'm not going to date. I feel like that's just going to slow me down. I want to date knowing that we both have a goal towards, you know, and quote unquote, that's marriage. Okay. I'm old fashioned. Call me old fashioned. I don't care. But anyway, um, if you are a person that likes to date and whatever, I condone it. I'll be here in the background supporting you. But if you really are a person in a group that is not dating, there's nothing wrong with that. You're perfectly fine. You are not crazy. You are not delusional. You are not. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but just because you're not dating does not mean there's something wrong with you sure it's nice to have offers that hey do you want to date me it's really nice to have offers but i feel like at the same time it's not a big deal if somebody doesn't offer you to go out excuse me so one thing i feel like you should do is that if you feel like you're missing something from someone give that to yourself if you feel like you want flowers from someone buy yourself flowers if you feel like you want an iced coffee date with someone go out to starbucks Dunkin' Donuts, I don't know. Go to any cafe and get yourself a cup of iced coffee. The things that you are craving in a relationship, they very much show that you haven't given them to yourself. Because something as little as flowers, trust me, it's not going to fill the hole. Of course, it's going to make you feel special in the moment. Like, yay, I've gotten a bouquet of flowers. Good for you. I genuinely have, and it's not such a big deal. It's like, oh, it's such a great gesture, but... It's like, it's not a big deal. So if you feel like you're missing out on like relationship things, goals and whatever, it's really nice to know that someone is doing great in a relationship, that a relationship is good. You're not, you're never going to feel lonely, but first try to give yourself that personal space of what I feel like a person can give me is what I can give myself. So if you don't, if you don't have the money to do that, you know, try to save up and take yourself out once a month. And be grateful for what you have. So, yeah, just because genuinely your friends are dating and you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. There's no problem. And if you are trying to find a relationship currently, keep doing you. Keep being yourself. Don't end up changing your whole persona because you want a person to, like, praise you or you want a person to have a crush on you. If a relationship comes your way, it genuinely will. The energy you are giving out into the universe is what you're going to receive. So if you want a f- if you want relationship that is quick, you know, that is flowers and everything, that seemed that is quote unquote seen as forcing, you know, energy, forcing a connection. So the universe of course is going to send you a person that's not good for you, a person that's not a good listener. So sometimes you you have to be careful what you wish for because Let's just say in this case that God is listening to whatever you're requesting for. So genuinely, there's nothing wrong with not being in a relationship. Again, your host, Reicher, has been single her whole life. You're going to survive. You're not going to die. Just because people are out here, you know, having intimacy with other people, people are going to parties, you're not missing out on anything. I mean, you're still young. You're going to live your life. 
I feel like the the stigma of rushing into things is what's killing the generation. So you know what? You do you. If you want to slow down, slow down. Give yourself a nice quick pace that is for you, not for other people. So again, there's nothing wrong with not being in a relationship currently. Whether you're like 25, you're 19, and you're 16, and whatever. It doesn't matter as long as you first understand that you have to give yourself the things that you crave the most. Anyway, I think that's what I'm just going to practically say about the second question. And let's just move on to the third. How do I have so much self-love? Okay. I feel like this question is not more of like advice. It's more of looking at something from someone's perspective. But okay, self-love is very, how can I say it? It's very definitive. If you're asking a question that is definitive, you have to look at it at every perspective. Take everything that I say with a grain of salt because how I love myself would personally not work for you. But what I do is that I'm not even going to lie to you. I live by my truth. I live by what I say I'm going to do. And I think that's how my self-love kind of developed all the way. And it's that sense of like the traumatic events that happened in my life. I kind of had to discover that it's one man for themselves. If a person is not going to reciprocate the same energy I'm trying to give out, rather I do it by myself. So if you're trying to grow something like self-love... You have to look deep within and try to understand what do I love? What do I not like? What do I want to set boundaries with? You know, what am I inflicting in my life? What am I showing myself? What am I educating myself about? Excuse me. It has to be like a lot of things like that that are very more towards yourself and how you want someone to treat you. So what I envision for myself is that, okay, I have a partner and my partner is treating me a specific way. That partner that I'm envisioning, that is my significant other, but subconsciously, that is me. So with that self-love, I try to tell myself that, hey, you know, you got this in the bag. When I'm having like a bad area or a bad time in my life, I try to understand that It's not a bad life, but it's a bad day. I try to channel myself in like a positive way. I'm not going to lie to you. It does not always work. It doesn't always, you know, sit like that. But as long as I know that I have that positive mindset that can take me anywhere, I think that's where my self-love comes from because, yeah, I want to like make myself happy. That's just the main goal. And by doing that, I have to do the things that I love You know, whether that be my hobbies, whether that be me hanging out with my friends, cooking, making this podcast, giving people advice. So, yeah, that's how I pretty much build up self-love. But again, definitive answer. What works for me might not work for you. So, yeah, let's just go on to the fourth question. Okay, firstly, before we even go on to the fourth topic or the fourth question... My brother was sitting with me the whole time and he was saying like, dude, your podcast is really good and like you have answers. Do you write these down? And I'm like, no, I just speak from the bot from the top of my head and that's just how it is. But you know what he said that is just making me regret this podcast is he's like, but you know, one thing you sound like a snob. I'm like, I know I sound like a high school mean girl. 
that is literally trying to force an accent and it's like unfortunately my nose is blocked so if my voice is annoying you i apologize skip to the next podcast i genuinely apologize i have bad food there's nothing i can do i have to deliver this podcast so once again i apologize so these words that my brother is saying are recurring consistently so again i apologize but let us move to the fourth question how do i move on from a past relationship Uh, i've heard i've heard this one so many times and i've talked about it depends what the person did to you or what you did to the person and most times people leave each other because they outgrew each other or because they cheated on each other, you know. Sometimes it's really a good falling out. You guys, you know, distance, time, you didn't have. And that's okay. You have to understand that moving on from a past relationship, whatever happened, you have to get closure from whatever that was. If your partner cheated on you, I consistently talk about cheating, but if your partner did cheat on you, Don't try to find closure going to that person. Hey, let's meet up in an alleyway at nine o'clock during like, you know, going to McDonald's. We all know what's going to happen. Okay. I mean, parental guidance is advised right here. I mean, if if you're younger, please skip. But I feel like we all know what's going to happen. Both of you are going to end up hooking up with each other in that back of the car. It's it's not going to be anything good. Right. But Understand that that person cheating on you was closure. Even if that person did not cheat on you, that person hurting you, emotionally abusing you, you know, find closure via that. A person, when you miss them, it's it's really normal to miss someone. When I look at my relationships with friends, if you're new to this podcast, I've never been in a relationship, so I'm just speaking with like friends or any relationship I built with someone the moment I see that we are both going different ways the relationship was toxic and I cut it off my friendship wise that's what I mean I miss them all the time I sit on my bed I'm like holy crap this friendship really could have been good if this person did not have toxic tendencies you know and I'm like this person missed out but unfortunately they were not willing to change and and I'm okay with that I'm okay with that as long as they're good I'm okay as long as their life is flourishing they're doing something good they're feeling like they're starting to become them even though you're seeing it as toxic behavior it's okay find closure in that don't try to like change the whole situation hey i feel like we should be friends again hey i feel like we should like rekindle our relationship because like i miss you yes you're gonna miss a person it always happens but the moment you reminisce about the good times also reminisce about the bad times the fact that they put you in in like an uncomfortable situation you have to think about stuff like that where there is bad there's also good remember that if this person really did cheat on you you have to understand that I'm not dumb enough to go back to that person because they might do it the second time. It's a big might. But at the same time, if this person genuinely did respect you, they really would not have put you in such an uncomfortable situation. So learn that moving on from a past relationship, it's not going to be easy. You can move on, yes, but it's not going to be easy, especially when a person is consistently calling you, telling you that they made a mistake. I love you, a bouquet of roses every week. 
never go back if your heart tells you that this is not good this is toxic don't go back for your own sake for your own peace do not go back i'm i know that person was probably kind to you that person made you feel like you're loved but if a person genuinely did love you they wouldn't cheat on you even though if it was for temporary pleasure or anything like that they wouldn't have done that to you so but one thing i want to tell you as like advice it really is good to remember a person the good memories you had but you also have to remember that in the next future you will find a partner that is going to give you better memories i hope that kind of helped i really hope that is um making sense in a way but yeah i'm really not good when it comes to relationship advice psych i kind of am but kind of not at the same time but um yeah I, i really hope that helped but let's move on to the other question okay this was one of the best questions i've gotten actually and i feel like it's so relevant for everyone to know why for me this question was so important it says i'm trying to heal but i do not know how to The first steps I've realized with healing is that if you do not know how to heal, it means you do not know the definition of it, right? So with me a few years ago, I was lost. I was in a total mess. Everyone hated me. And I think I'm not going to talk about it again. I said it in the letter to her episode. I forgot, probably 17. But I did talk about how everyone hated me, how how no one liked me because I was totally a spoiled brat and as I was trying to heal trying to reconnect with myself I genuinely did not know how to do that because I realized I did not know what the definition of healing was so if you do not know what the definition is you're definitely not going to know how the process goes it's for example someone saying hey can you please um well tomorrow can you please go to a marathon and cycle if you do not know what cycling is then how are you going to even go to a marathon firstly you don't know what cycling is and most definitely you're not going to even know what a marathon is i don't even think a marathon is where you cycle but it's where you run but i think you do get the idea right if you do not know a definition of something you're just not going to know the process if somebody asks you an advanced algebra question and you've never prepared for it how are you gonna know it so same with healing a lot of people know the word healing but do you know the process behind it do you know the definition behind it right and this is why a lot of people get so caught up in saying no i'm trying to fix my inner my inner younger child i'm trying to buy myself things and it's like sure but healing is not about that healing is about loving the most hated parts about yourself that's what healing is essentially it's not about you tapping into your spirituality you aligning your chakras good for you i'm glad that you're a spiritual person but you have to understand that healing is genuinely loving the most parts of yourself that you dread you hate you don't even want to look at when you look at healing 
a lot of people when they're younger probably when you're touched when you're younger you start looking at your body in a certain way and you hate it when you begin to heal you start to appreciate your body more you start to understand your body more why that had to happen why you're teaching people certain things you know if a lot of people weren't weren't you know bringing certain things forward in their lives a lot of people would have also stayed silent so in order for certain things to unfortunately happen you have to talk about them so that other people can come forward and try to support you and try to help you understand that you're not the only person going through whatever you're going through you know as kids there's certain things probably we saw as yeah we saw that we weren't supposed to see and it leaves a traumatic scar and whether that makes you hate your parents you have to understand when you're healing you hating your parents has to switch and that hate has to definitely turn into love that's what healing is hating things that you love right not hating things that you love loving things that you hate okay the flu is starting to get to me anyway that's what healing is it's a process that is long it can take 15 years it can it can take 25 years you have to understand that healing is a complex thing give yourself time if you need to crawl crawl if you need to run then i guess run but understand that it's a thing that requires time and you're not going to get it in the first in the first try you really aren't i was healing relapsing into my bad habits healing then relapsing so it's all about the self discipline how you do it but yeah please know the definition behind what healing is and what you are specifically trying to heal anyway Let's move on to the next question. It's very difficult to accept my body image. Can you please help me and give me advice? Okay, listen. I hate the topic about body image because it causes a lot of fuse first of all, but because I'm giving advice, please do not come for me. I have different you know things to say about it. It's the same way. I try to avoid religion. I try to avoid politics. The same way I try to avoid body weight because certain people are sensitive about it. But regardless, I'm going to talk about it, right? So, when we look at people that are struggling with body images, I'm going to tell you this. It is normal. We have Instagram. We have TikTok. Name all the social medias. We live in a century where anyone can literally edit anything. We have Snapchat, we have Instagram. Anything that filters your face, sure. We have it. Then you know we have it, but you start comparing yourself to people that are consistently wearing filters. I'm not going to lie to you. I have gotten low self-esteem because of Instagram. And I started projecting my own insecurities onto other people that have edited everything and I know they edited their own photos but I started to get insecure. Why is my body like this? Why is my face like this? Why don't I have an hourglass figure? I mean name all the things. And I started to be to 
to literally project my insecurities onto other people, leaving mean comments, leaving this, leaving that. I'm not a saint myself, but then I'm like, but what, what, what am I doing? What is the purpose of all of, all of this? This because a person posted a pretty photo of themselves using a filter does that does not mean you get the right to crap on them. And my body image, self esteem, whatever, it was really bad. It was, it was bad. There was no fixing it. And I deleted Instagram for a good two years. One thing you have to realize is that if something is making you mentally battle exclude it delete it that's what i'm trying to say if you see someone looking perfect on snapchat you know snapchat is where filters are used delete it it's not good for your mental health it is toxic the beauty standards are consistently changing and unfortunately it is something that's going to be inevitable for the rest of the whole planet dies lives whatever it's going to keep changing and you have to tell yourself as a human being, when am I going to get satisfied? When am I going to, you know, stop following the trends? I mean, a few years ago, BBLs were a thing. Now they're not. You know, a few years ago, n- noses that were a certain shape were in fashion. Now they're not. A few years ago, eyebrows in the 90s, in the 2000s were very different, but they were in fashions now there's new sets of eyebrows. I mean, you have to understand everything is changing. Everything is evolving. And you trying to keep up with the standards. You trying to get the next iPhone. You know, it's not going to work for you. The same with your body image. Body types are forever going to be changing. But if you feel like you hate your body type, I mean, you can change it. There's diets. There's a gym. If you are going to sulk about you not having the perfect body, you you definitely know how to change that. There's literally aesthetics. You can go for aesthetics. There is surgery. There's I mean, if it makes you happy to get surgery, I say do it. But I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend and say, oh my gosh, woo, you're getting surgery because you hate yourself. No. If it really makes you happy, do it. I don't, Who am I to judge? But one thing I'm saying is that stay with your body. Love yourself. One thing, one thing I really can advise you on doing is taking a baby photo of yourself or a toddler picture of yourself and put it on your mirror and tell that little girl that, you know what, even though I pick on myself every day, I would never pick on you. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm going to love my body because me talking bad to myself is bullying that little kid that I am in that photo. Imagine how that little child would feel when you tell them like, hey, you're fat, like lose weight. You know, that five-year-old, you would literally start crying because you're bullying them. That's what you're doing. You're bullying yourself. So look look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that, you know what, I'm going to be okay You know, even if I drop 10 pounds, good for me. I'm going to do it with the intentions of trying to be healthy and loving myself. Not because Kylie Jenner is the same weight and I'm trying to achieve it. No, don't do that. People have their own different body types and appreciate yours. Even if it's not the best, appreciate it. You know, even though if the clothes don't sit right on you, 
try to find clothes that's right on your body type you know body image is just something that's just going to consistently be there for people it's just going to be a bad thing for a lot of people but you have to understand that I have I have to be okay with it. You have to be okay with it in order for you to grow as a person and understand that your body does not define who you are. The only thing that defines who you are is your character. So sure there are people out there that are fat phobic, that are skinny phobic. I mean name what you want to name, but as long as you're happy with yourself, I think that's that's okay. That's, that was the best advice I could give on body image. I really do not like talking about it, but I really kind of hope that helped. And I think I'm going to take my last questions because there were a lot, but I'm just going to take one last question and call it a night. Because my nose is just getting worse and worse. So I think I'm just going to take one last question and then, yeah, go. So I chose like a fun last topic for the podcast because I was like, you know what? Let's just make it fun before we all go our separate ways. So the question is, how do I talk to my crush? Firstly, most of you know that I tried talking to my crush when I was in the ninth grade. And guess what? That backfired in my face completely. I wanted the whole world to open up and swallow me instantly. But we're going to be optimistic this side, okay? We're not going to talk about the negative things that happened to me. Okay, listen up. Depending on how your crush is, honestly, because my crush was genuinely immature, even though he was a good 18-year-old. Oh, now that I think about it, jail time, 15, 18. That was just not going to work. Anyway... Okay, you have to discover what type of person they genuinely are, you know, because when you have a crush, you over-romanticize who they are, how they are. That's just the truth. You over-romanticize the person they genuinely are, and then you start to see their patterns, and you're like, ew, disgusting. Is this what I was falling for? And you're like, holy crap, mm -mm." But... If you really want to talk to your crush, I feel like you should make it, like, in a cute, funny way, you know, that, hey, I like you, you know, um, if you're up for it, do you want to grab a bite, you know, try to be snarky about it so that, you know, even if they reject you, you're like, "Mm, okay, it's okay, I understand, I was just trying to shoot my shot, even if, you know, you're not agreeing, but it was worth a try. One thing I realized is that talking to your crush is not such of a big deal because the reason why a lot of people think it is a big deal is because in your head you're already glamorizing this person or they're a god in your eyes and it really is not that bad because you're going to realize oh this person is a regular human being they have communication skills even though if they don't at least you tried your best. You tried your best on trying to talk to someone, and if that does not work, understand that it's normal. It's never it's never that serious, you know? That person in the next five years, they're not going to even remember that you asked them out unless that they were, unless they were really serious about you and they liked you too, you know? So I'm going to say go for it. Do it. 
but at the same time don't have high hopes you know it should be like a balance but at the same time don't ask yourself what if what if i say do it you know and if it goes wrong i take 1000% full responsibilities i'm joking i'm not taking responsibility for anything but you have to understand that it's okay being rejected and if that person accepts you good for you i'm happy for you please dm me and tell tell me how it goes but nonetheless i think that's just what i'm going to say about you asking your crush out good luck i know you can do it you're going to do great and yeah so everyone good night thank you for sending me your questions and if if i didn't answer your questions i will probably do that in the next few episodes when we have a big sister advice part 2 so i love you guys so much please do follow me on instagram tiktok anywhere on my platform i do not have twitter a lot of people have been asking me why don't you have twitter twitter is such a toxic place i do not like it at all it's not good for my mental health and i chose not to have it so i love you guys so much Thank you for tuning in and see you next week when I feel a lot better. I love you guys. Bye. Bye.